Hey there, fellow hunters. Welcome to the uh, Struggling Hunters uh, podcast where you have me, Joe, and Eric. Um, we're getting together again tonight uh, to discuss some some hunting stories, maybe some strategies. But uh, first, I'd like to get started. Need to apologize. I told you guys I was going to camp in this last weekend, but uh, I ended up having to go into work, take care of a couple of things. I work on Saturday, and I uh, helped out grandparents with the sprinkler system. And then I actually went for a little drive, trying to go up around uh, Mount Nebo. Um, but being that we're still at the end, coming to the end of spring, the road was still was I guess closed. Still, we got three quarters of the way up the mountain and the gates were closed. But uh, so that I told you guys last week, I was going to go camping, end up not going camping, but try to do a little, little drive anyways. But it was nice. We got up, up, up in the mountains and out of the city, get some fresh air, but we've still had a good weekend. Um, Eric talked about going turkey hunting this last weekend or this past Saturday. Um, so did you end up going Eric? Yeah, I did. I did. I, uh, Ended up going Saturday and Sunday. Um, so I hit a couple different places. I'm finding some some really neat country, you know, kind of exploring the countryside. Um, I'll kick off Saturday first. So um, Saturday, well, both places that I went, every pullout, uh, there was campers. Um, the really big camping weekend. It was, it was crazy. I couldn't, couldn't believe how many campers were out. People can't. So I guess it's probably doing the with the fact that they kind of released a little bit of the uh, COVID nineteen regulations, and people felt like can probably go and do something, huh? <laughs> I, I I do feel I feel like that's part of it. That um, I mean, it was nice weather over here, and and uh, and uh, yeah, the camping was was uh, or everybody was out camping. So so that was our first obstacle. Is you know I was planning on just. Uh, pulling over somewhere and, and, you know, and kind of going from there and, and almost every pullout. I mean, there was places that I didn't even know was a pullout uh, that there was a camper at or, you know, so, I mean, there was just campers everywhere. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we ended up going um, up here around, around Fruta where I live and um, it's called 16 road we ended up going up there and uh man it's it's really beautiful up there joe whenever you get up here uh at some point i'll have to take you back in there cuz it's really really neat country um anyway we climbed this this mountain you know it was pretty steep we climbed climbed up it got to the top and uh pulled over and uh went on a hike and uh and uh car i was with my son carter um he did great. He he did really great at first or for the first while. And, uh, and, uh, you know, the best thing about hunting is being able to take your son. And sometimes the worst thing about hunting is having to take your son, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got to a point, like, like I said, at first he did great. He was quiet. He was, he was working with me, you know, but he got a little bit tired and then he thought he was hungry and then he thought he was thirsty and, and at one point we had some trail mix in our, in our little day pack. And, uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting there, I'm trying to do a few calls and, you know, trying to see if I could get any activity going. And, and I hear him, <laughs> you know, with his hand in the, in the bag of, uh, of trail mix. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what it is. What it is. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mean, you know, telling him to be quiet is, is, uh, is um is a challenge in itself for sure but but he's learning and that's really what it's about too is just you know trying to get him out there and and uh you know as as time goes on you know he learns a little bit all the time and and um and stuff so and then uh so and then so that was Saturday we ended up not really there wasn't much activity going on um we went back to the house whatever and um Sunday we went to another area um, up toward Uncompadre that's over here in Colorado. Um, we went up that mountain and kind of the same as you. Um, we went up a, quite a ways, but but they, they had their gate closed too. It probably won't open until I'd imagine the end of the month. 
Um, but uh, they had their gate closed too, so we had to turn around. But uh, uh, we went off on this one little uh, road that I've never been on before, and 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 uh, it was called Cactus Park, which I'll bring back around here in a minute to make sense of that. But uh, <laughs> we uh, we got out and we started walking, um, you know, just a little ways away from the truck, and and uh, at one point there was this there was this little cactus that I like kicked with one one shoe or with my one foot and it came up and hit me in the hit me in the um in the calf and it and it hurt like a son of a gun <laughs> for for just you know but it stuck right into my leg and I pulled it out and I was like oh man those things are all over around here you know I was like Carter be careful so anyways we go we kind of go walking aways and and uh and same thing not really much activity so we decided to go back to the truck well on the way back to the truck carter uh carter he he gets hit he gets uh he gets one in his foot so he's like dad i got one in my foot and i said all right well you know i was like here sit down and i'll pull it out (laughs) so he sets down (laughs) jumps back up he jumps back up and he's like i got one in my butt dad (laughs) <laughs> so so long story short we, we we had to pull that one out and then uh and then uh he kind of kind of outsmarted me you know so we were uh we we left and everything you know we got the cactus out of his butt and everything and we we hot we we got back to the truck hopped in and we started driving away and i said man i can't believe how many how many uh cactus is out there it's crazy how many and he looks at me and he says says duh dad it's cactus park <laughs> and i was like well you got me there son so so that was kind of my weekend in a nutshell it was a lot of uh entertaining moments you know that's the that's the funnest part about taking him is is there's there's hardly ever a dull moment but uh i gotta say though when we two years ago when we went when we went out out cotton and uh uh, we had, I think, it was the third season, and Carter came along with us, and and uh, we went and you know, did that, did those little hikes, and and we were heading up the trail, and I had I had such a kick of, of him going in front of me, like <laughs> like pretending he was a football player or something, but he would just like run through the bushes or <laughs> or take <laughs> take out a bush, you know, for like no reason, just be walking along, and all of a sudden, like, bam. <laughs> take that bush <laughs> I, I actually i remember I that took some video of it but do, do you think you still have that yeah i still have that oh we, we should definitely put it on our instagram oh speaking to everybody out there that's going to listen to this we have an instagram um i believe it's at the struggling hunters um yeah go there check it out follow us uh, we're going to be putting some good stuff up there in the future, but, but yeah, we should definitely post that one. Cause that's, that's, that's good stuff. That's solid <laughs> gold right there. <laughs> I remember, I remember you showing me the video and I was just cracking up through the whole thing, <laughs> but yeah, that, but yeah, so that, that was my weekend in a nutshell. Um, I did, uh, so I was shooting my gun. I was shooting my, uh, I was shooting my, uh, my 12 gauge, um, just kind of getting a feel for it. Cause I haven't shot it at all this year, even though I went out Turkey hunting a few times and stuff, but, <laughs> but there was this little, little turnoff where you could, you know, kind of design for, for target practice and stuff. So I shoot my 12 gauge and, and, uh, I noticed that it was a little, little stiff. So, so this was on Saturday. So I had to, I got back to the house and I had to oil it all up and, and everything. So it, the the cartridges were getting stuck in the in the rifle so i think that's what it was i haven't tried it since the other thing is is my rifle says it can take three inch uh shell and uh yeah and two two three quarter inch two and three quarter inch Uh And, and i usually always um shoot two and three quarter but i got three inch so i don't know if the three inch had something to do with it but 
but I was kind of kind of inspecting it, trying to figure out why that cartridge wouldn't come out. And uh, I I kind of thought maybe well I was like well maybe I, I haven't really oiled this thing in a minute, so maybe that's part of it. But I don't know if that was it or not. But I'm sure that putting some oil oil on it probably helped out more than anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I definitely it was definitely kind of a I definitely uh, kind of dropped the ball on that. But luckily it wasn't while I was hunting; it was just hunting. target practice. But yeah, so well, that's kind of all I got for the weekend. Yeah, it still sounds like Elias got got out and. Got to go out in the woods and, um, sorry, I got my, my puppy here with me. Yeah. 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 The star of the show <laughs> down there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um, but anyways, you know, I got thinking, uh, trying to help people to get to know us a little bit better. Um, you know, trying to, did you hear that beep? Huh. I wonder if my, something's dying like batteries anyways um talk about how uh you know some of our successful hunts that we've had over the years growing up or whatnot you know of uh of actually taking a taking down a, a game animal and and uh what you know possibly learn from that to help you for a better better hunter the next time um do you want do you what do you got you want to go first or yeah, yeah, I can go first. I got a, I got a doozy, um, and uh, hopefully he hears this podcast and cracks up the whole time. But, uh, but my buddy, uh, well, you know him, Josh Prado. Yeah. Um, me and him were hunting one year, and uh, it was, it was, uh, it was getting toward the end of the year, and I, be, I was striking out all year long, um, and uh, uh, you know, I was you know, trying to go for a buck, but I, I just wasn't seeing bucks for nothing. And, and, um, like I said, it was toward the end of the year and, and, uh, up there, up in Idaho where we were hunting, we could, you know, get a, uh, you could do buck or doe. Um, right. at least at that time you could. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, we're, we're heading out and we saw this decent sized doe, kind of go down and I mean it was it was a drop off right I mean it was it was a it was a cliff pretty much (laughs) but uh I was getting antsy to get something you know and uh anyway so so we jump out we're checking it out off the side of the road and and, um and I'm like I'm like man yeah it had to have been like the last day or two of of our of our hunt season because I Cause I, I, I don't know why I made the decision to do this, but anyways, I made the decision to go ahead and shoot it. Pulled up. I shot. Thank so, so, so the, so you're saying, so you pulled up, you found the dough and it was, did you say above or below you? It was below us off on a cliff. Okay. So it was, it was straight <laughs> down and it's a dough, right? But I was wanting meat. It was getting toward the end of the season, and I've been striking out all season. So, so I wanted. So I wanted some meat. So I shot this doe, and that thing, of course, doesn't just fall down and you know, or try to crawl itself up on the road for us or anything. It decides to tumble almost to the bottom. <laughs> so. So Josh, he looks at me and he's like, you gotta be kidding me. And I'm like, what, man, we could go down there and grab that thing, you know, and bring it right up. Well, I under, I underestimated my strength. I, I underestimated the whole thing. We go <laughs> down there and, and it's even steep as we're going down the, down the face of the cliff, you know, like it's even steeper than, than what, what I even thought it was. Right. And I'm like, how are we going to pull this thing up? Um, another part my aunt and uncle were behind us so they were coming up behind us but uh we come we go diving off the cliff and we're going down there and i mean we it was probably a couple hundred yards the moral to the story is is we pulled down that thing we pulled that thing up the mountain right 
and we pulled and we pulled. And I, I mean, I never worked so hard for a deer and, and, uh, and so we finally got it up and then we got to a point where, uh, you know, we had like 50 yards of rope or maybe 75 at the most. I don't know. So we utilized, uh, we utilized the pickup. We threw down the rope, tied the deer off to the rope, utilized the ball hitch to kind of help, you know, pull it. So we'd, we'd pull it up a few feet and then, you know, they, uh, my aunt and uncle would, would secure it to the ball hitch on the truck or whatever, you know, so it wouldn't fall back down. And we ended up finally getting it to the top of the road. Long story short, two things is if it doesn't have horns, don't shoot something that's straight off of a cliff, two, 300 yards. Uh, the second thing is, is, is no matter how desperate you are, double think of what you're doing. Like save yourself a lot of work. Cause I worked hard for that, but I will say that I enjoyed that deer for, you know, the rest of the winter and, and however long it lasted. Um, I definitely enjoyed it because I worked really hard for that thing. But, uh, but yeah, that was one of my stories is, is just uh, the time I shot a doe off of a, off of a, the steep side of a mountain. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I guess, so before you shoot something, are you, so I, <laughs> you try to hunt above the car or below the car? <laughs> In other words, <laughs> Yeah. I should I should have added that. So yeah, always always hunt above the car, never below the car. <laughs> especially especially if it doesn't have horns. Uh for for two reasons. Obviously, you know, I don't consider myself a trophy hunter, but yeah, I mean, obviously I want horns, so I guess I am a trophy hunter. Um but the second reason is so you have something to hold on to. Cuz like what we had to do is is if I remember right, we cut slits in the legs and you know, pulled it up that way. And, yeah. But I mean, it was, it was, it was the most I ever worked trying to get a deer in the back of a pickup. So, so from the time you shot to the time you got up to the truck, up back up on the road, how long do you think that was? Um, it was so long ago I can't really remember, but it had to have been a couple hours or more. I, and then. I was gonna say so. Then, it, so it was a two hundred yard shot, maybe, and then it tumbled down to the pretty much the bottom of the of the ravine, and then so more or less, if you, I mean, it's hard to say. It, it maybe it rolled a hundred yards at the most, right? So it, it took you a couple hours to go up three hundred yards. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. I mean, it was. It was give or take something like that. And, and honestly, though, I mean, I, I, I'm so glad Josh was there, though, because, I mean, he, he was a trooper. He helped me out the whole way. And, you know, and, and, and he was cussing me all the way home and everything else. But, but, uh, but you know, he helped me out. And so, so I really appreciate that. But, but yeah, that was, that was, like, my biggest lesson ever is, is like, just don't shoot at a doe downhill. <laughs> I mean, it's as simple as that because it's a pain in the butt to uh pull those things out of the woods <laughs> you know i guess i guess if um if i would have been thinking i don't even i don't think i had a pack back then or you know a meat pack but if i would have been thinking i probably would have just um we did gut it and everything down there on, in the bottom but uh but if i would have been thinking i would have maybe had it tried to grab a pack or something just kind of put it more on my back or something, but I, I don't, I don't know if any of us even had a pack back then huh. or on that hunt, I should say. Right. So, so I think so, that's why we were dragging it up the hill. <laughs> Probably not. So I, but that being said, so I, I was kind of unsure what story what to to share but hearing your story and i thought maybe i'd share my my story of uh, shooting something that was downhill and it turned out to be the uh all day thing but uh so uh a couple years ago more than a couple it was like 10 years ago um 
my brother. So it happened to be with a, a guy named Josh, my brother. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so and I was living in Bountiful, and I was I hunt. I do a lot of hunting. You know, it's no secret. Uh, no secret place. A lot of hunting, deer hunting, above uh, Bountiful, up on the benches along the Wasatch Front. Um, and so, like my, my so first, so I, you know, I did some scouting. Uh, found a spot, and there's a. I turned up two bucks one day, so I was like, oh, I'm coming back into this spot open in the morning, and uh, I'm gonna hunt this area. So. I, you know, so me and my brother, my brother Josh, we get up in the morning. I think we get up at like three in the morning or something like that, and and uh, we we hop into this little Suzuki sidekick and uh, buzz up the hill, and then we park. It took us like an hour, hour and a half ish to get up to even to where we even parked, and then from there it was another two hour ish and a half, two and a half hour uh hike to where I want where I spotted these deer a couple days before. I think it might have been a week before. But so as we're going in, you know, I'm growing up there in Idaho and hunting like we did. You know, we had all access to all sorts of of uh, wilderness to hunt, public lands. And uh, so I I'm not used to having people where at the time I'm um, hunting around me. So I go I, you know, I'm thinking I'm, I'm backpacking in, you know, quite a ways. I'm like, oh, no one else is going to be in here. And, uh, but, you know, as I'm going up, I'm still seeing trucks parked off on the side of the road. I get back to where I was at. And I think I was the only truck that parked back where I was at. So I'm thinking I'm by myself, which besides my brother, we, we get up there and uh, we, I didn't get up there quite as early as I wanted. The sun was already coming up. Um, but like, as we're hiking in, we, pa we passed some dude's little spike camp. Like, you know, he just had like a little one man tent and I don't know if the dude was in there or not, but we walked like right past him, and, and, uh, we finally get to where I was wanting to get to. And, and we passed another hunter on another ridge. And then there's another hunter kind of on the other side of the ridge where I'm hunting. So I put my brother on one side, we're on this, on this ridge. I put him on one side and I go on the other side, of course, where I saw the deer because I want to get them. <laughs> so, uh, but as we're high, so this, this story has like so much in it. So we're sitting there um, and as we're hiking in, Josh realizes his bladder bag on his backpack is leaking. <laughs> so he, he only came up in a sweatshirt. And so his sweatshirt that he had on was just sopping wet all down the back. And, uh, and so I put him on, like I said, put him on the one side, sun comes up and I, you know, like we're seeing other people and I was getting discouraged. I was almost like, you know, let's get out of here. And so he comes over, sits with me and uh, we're, you know, I'm looking like clear across this Canyon to the other side, you know, trying to find something to do us, find it and stock onto it. And, and Josh, you know, and Josh is just sitting there shivering cold. And, uh, and so we had the sun coming up from our back, you know, so we were, we were looking to the West and the sun was coming up in the East. And, and I'm, like I said, looking across and Josh goes, dear. And I look over at him like, oh no, I'm still looking through my glasses. And he goes, dear. And I was like, is it a buck? Yeah. I'm like, well, shoot it. And uh, I can't. <laughs> so I look over at him. He had his hands pulled inside his sweatshirt, and uh, so, you know he had to like get get back out of through his sweatshirt to be able to shoot it. And, and so I was like, "Where?" And he's like, "It's right there." And literally, no joke, this deer was like thirty yards from us. Oh maybe, man. Okay, maybe forty yards, but no more than fifty. And we had this. So he he had to vince. There was a he was right. I think he was right in front of a big boulder so I, that's probably why i didn't see him there at first and so i look over see that he doesn't have his you know he can't get his arms out so i pull up my rifle and and i shoot it and you know one shot it drops and, and we're like yeah we got it and it's only like it's 10 o'clock opening in the morning you know so i'm like oh yeah 10 o'clock we'll be home um we'll be home by like 
you know, two, what a great weekend. You know, this is awesome. I opened the morning and filled my tag and it, it was a four by four and, you know, he was a decent four by four for, for the area, really good buck. And, uh, so I was stoked. We go, you know, tell Jen, call, you know, call up my wife and say, Hey Jen, we've got my buck. We'll be, we should be home, you know, by this time, you know, yeah, you know, we, we got this. And so me and Josh go down there, we start field dressing it. And like you, so, so not to take anything away from your story about how steep it was. Like if you imagine how steep a wall is, you know, yeah. that's about how steep this was. Like it was literally just, it straight was up and down. Yeah. Straight up and down. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was a little bit like for us, like that's, yeah, I under, like we, I mean, there was a, it was a slope like we, I mean, but it was, um, I don't, I don't know what percentage of grade it was, but it, I mean, ours was steep, but yeah, yours was, yours was more of a wall. It sounds like. <laughs> it, it, maybe not quite, but it was, you know, like, it was steep. Yeah. And so we, we get to, after we dressed it out, we're like, all right, now, now what are we going to do? And, you know, I've never hunted mule deer before and in, in that steep of country. So, but I was always, I'm always used to taking a deer out whole. And so we look at each other like, well, let's start dragging it up the hill. So, I mean, we were like, we grabbed the horns and we're just, it's all we could do to pull it up, you know, like one, one pull at a time, you know, and we're looking at each other like, dude, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, well, what else can we do? So we decide to, to uh, quarter it. So, we, you know, we skin it all out right there and then we quarter it up, cut the back straps out and everything. And, and, uh, and somehow we get we get up to like the ridge the ridge line and I can't remember exactly what so and then we find a a, a pole um and you know that we can put we're like oh let's just string it across between us you know and we we'll take it out that way well you know Josh I feel bad looking back now so Josh is like completely out of water and um we're going along and i mean we're out of shape too like we'd go a few steps set it down and we're just huffing and puffing and like we were you know a good couple of miles or probably like two or two and a half three miles back to the truck and uh but it took us all day to get back to the truck like oh man we didn't get, I think a shot at 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't think we got back to the truck till like, um, it felt, I think it was like 9.30 or maybe like, you know, it took us eight hours to get back or more, I guess, you know, to get back to the truck. I don't know where the time went, but I think we'd only take two steps at a time and put the, the meat down. Wow. But, so, so we how, get back to the, what's that? How far away from you? Or how far away were you from the from the truck? I think two miles. Well, that's still a pretty good hike, but yeah, still. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so we get back to the truck. This little or a little Suzuki sidekick, and uh, I go to start it, and it won't turn over. It won't start, and so you know, and, and I was like, oh, great, so. So Josh is like, what do we do now? Like, well, we, uh, luckily it was a manual, you know, so I like, well, we popped the clutch. <laughs> so we were on just a little bit of a decline, uh. just a, a slight decline. So I was like, okay, you know, you give us a push, I'll pop the clutch and we'll be off on our, on our way. He's like, okay. So he gets back there and he pushes us and I go, and so we just had a little bit. I don't, you know, I don't know how, remember how far it was, but it wasn't much. It was a little bit of a descent before it started going, climbing back up. Uh. And, and so I had to like find that right time to try to pop the clutch before we started heading up the hill. So I tried to pop the clutch and nothing happened. But, so we're like, all right, what do we do now? I was like, well, I guess we push it back up the hill and try it again. <laughs> <laughs> so... We pushed it up as far as we can back up the hill as far as we can get it, which wasn't all that far. And we tried pushing it again and, and, uh, and popped the clutch and nothing. It, we didn't go quite fast enough. 
And uh, so I was like, so it's now what? I like, well, you know, I called Jen. I was like, hey, uh, we're stuck. It won't start. So she she called her dad, and her dad was like, you know, she's like, I'll call my dad. We'll get him to come up there. And I was like, okay. So he, he calls me up, and I was like, he's like, where are you at? And I was like, so I kind of tell him. And he, he takes off, and then my brother, and Josh is sitting there. He's all, Joe? Ten o'clock. I was like, yeah. And so it takes him an hour to get up here, right? Yeah. And so then it's an hour back down, right? Like, yeah. So he's like, an hour up here. It'll be eleven o'clock. An hour back down. It's midnight. I, I, I think this is what in my head. This is what he says. He goes, um, I'm tired. I'm hungry, and I want to shower. <laughs> and so, and so he's like. Let's push it back up one more time, and this time you push it, and I'll pop the clutch. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> so, you know, we push. I mean, we push it. Well, like no joke, it was as as far up the hill that we can get it, like to where it was like you know you're you're holding it. I can't go any further. Yeah. And so, so I get back there on the backside of it, and. So I'll be like my here's my my train of thought. I still remember to this day. I go, all right, Joe, we got to go back to the football days of pushing up, of the pushing that sled, you know. So so he goes. My brother goes. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. And so he he's all right. Let's go. So I I start pushing, and in my head I'm going dig 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 dig. dig. <laughs> and so we're pushing it and. And finally, like we're and, and all, I start yelling, "Pop the clutch! Pop the clutch!" And so he pops the clutch, and it fires it up. So I so, saw, "Keep your foot on that gas! Do not let off!" <laughs> and so I pick up the phone and I and I call Jen. And I was like, "Jen, we got it started, and we're coming home." <laughs> and I called my brother-in-law and getting me. You know, I was like, "Hey, we're starting. We're heading down." But, uh, dude, tell you what, though, man, that was like an all-day process, you know, and it, and we wore ourselves out, I, but it was, you know, what, what did I learn from that, you know, take a good pack that you can pack something out in, and so what if you have to make two or three trips, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, um, definitely, I, I think, uh, I think I could have used that lesson too. Just, uh, you know, it probably would have been 10 times easier if I would have quartered it out and uh, my situation down at the bottom and, or, or even, even maybe, maybe uh, figured out to take a half, you know, at a time and, and, um, right. and, you know, but, but instead we thought we'd just pull the whole thing up and, <laughs> and in some ways it was, uh, you know, that was kind of, that wasn't a, a, a bad idea because I mean we were dragging it on the ground so you know it it kept it cleaner by by leaving all the hide on and not quartering it out and stuff but but um but yeah I think I think that's kind of you know I guess that's a little bit of difference between like um Idaho because I never really wore packs or anything like meat packs or any you know uh pack frames I never really yeah. wore too many uh, in Idaho. It was wasn't until I came out here that I realized I needed to step my game up and and start, uh, you know, thinking about packs and stuff. Right. And the other thing too is uh, make sure that you you know you have a good battery in your vehicle, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, parking somewhere where you can uh, maybe get a little bit better of a downhill advantage if you have to, if you have a manual and you can pop the clutch. <laughs> but, oh yeah. yeah yeah no you're right um uh i wasn't hunting but i was camping one time and uh and that situation came up it was my own fault but i was listening to the radio blah 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 out camping fall asleep you know i i turned the radio off and everything but but it ran the long story short it ran the battery out enough that the next morning whenever it was time to pack up camp and and head home i couldn't start my trip you know and and it was like it was like on a sunday 
I had my I had my motorcycle at the time. So what I did is I I just I booked it, and um, I can't remember how far I I had to ride a little ways. Um, I had to ride a little ways uh, to find another camper, but uh, um, but I just talked to them for a bit, and you know I, I I didn't know who they were or anything, but this was up in Idaho too. But uh, I didn't know who they were or anything, but I just was like, hey, uh, you know, can can you stop by and give us a jump? And and he was nice enough. He, he jumped us and stuff, but but it was uh, it was quite the uh, quite the experience. There, there's not a more more like you feel like alone and kind of kind of lost feeling whenever your truck doesn't start to get you back for sure right you know you're sitting there like oh man now, now i gotta get someone else out here you know like yeah, like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> i was an idiot <laughs> well th- this was the, whenever this happened to me the the car the truck situation i this was in idaho up up in el dorado uh uh, campgrounds or, or around there, or, um, I can't remember where it was, but it was in that general area. But, um, but it was back there, no cell phone coverage. I didn't even have, I mean, this was way back in the day. So I didn't, I didn't even have a cell phone. This is whenever there was no cell phones around there. But, uh, so yeah, it would have been, it would have been one heck of a hike to get all the way back to, uh, the first house. I don't know if, um, uh, this guy named Mike. So, so in the winter time, me and my buddies, this kind of falling off of hunting a little bit, but me and my buddies would go up there, um, go up there in that, uh, that El Dorado area and, uh, try to make it. So they stopped doing snow maintenance so far back in there, um, on the top of, uh, I can't remember, uh, where Hastry's mill is. And, uh, Anyway, I, I don't know. It was way back in there, and they stopped doing road maintenance so far back in there, and and uh, we'd always try to make it through all the way around over to uh, over to Wei, and then uh, it never failed though. We every year we'd get stuck about halfway in there. I don't know why we did this every year, but we'd get stuck about halfway back in there and have to literally walk five seven eight miles or whatever to the nearest house and this guy mike would always come uh he wouldn't always go out there to try to get us out like we'd have to figure that out the next day like have a couple other trucks with us to pull each other out or whatnot but but he would always like give us a ride to the or at least give us the phone or give us the ride to somewhere you know and nice guy so glad he did that but yeah he saved our butts a lot (laughs) back in i mean this was clear back in high school but do you remember that 66 Chevy I used to have? Yeah. So one time I went down there. I can't think of the name of it, but I went down there and and that that 66 was only a two-wheel drive and I don't I had no business doing this. And I wasn't trying to go I I was just going for a drive up there. And um and I went to that gravel pit to turn it around cuz that's about where the road maintenance stopped it was right there at the gravel pit. So I was just turning around there but it had it, been snowing. And so I tried to climb up out of there and, uh, man, it scared the crap out of me. So we, um, I was climbing up out of there and, and, uh, and I started sliding or I started just spinning out and, um, and I went backwards. I spun out backwards or I was going backwards, couldn't go forward anymore. And it started sliding me backwards and almost off the edge of the cliff there. I mean, it was about a, 15 20 foot drop off to the edge and oh scared the crap out of me but i had to i walked up there and and uh mike he lived he lived like i don't know a quarter of a mile mile a half a mile away from from that turnaround i walked up there and he pulled me out and everything and it was all good but but i had no the the moral of that story is i had no business taking that 66 um at a three three 327 in it uh two-wheel drive uh 1966 chevy had no business up there on on the uh on the uh snowy roads but for you know being young and dumb as you said a few podcasts ago full of testosterone and and uh and and go juice i uh yeah i thought that i could uh make it up around there i guess so 
but yeah, good, good times, good times. No, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't even remember how we got on the whole getting stuck exiting hunting stories and getting stuck but but I, but yeah i used to do that all the time whenever i was a kid it was just a ton of fun doing that up there and and uh god i was always out in the woods whenever i was a kid but uh but yeah um problem um, anyways so i wanted to talk so did you do you realize how close we are to the hunt season uh, what I, I guess would, that's more for me than more for you. For you, it's about what three months. Yeah, that's one thing I I, I kind of thought was I I being so new to to the archery season, you know, I uh, <laughs> it's three months away. Like that's yeah. really nothing, you know. Yeah, it's gonna come. It's gonna come a lot quicker than than yeah. I realize. Um. What, uh, are you going to go camping out there? Or are you going to try to drive back home every night? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll camp out. Well, it depends on what I got, how I feel about doing the area, but I'll probably, I'll probably do it, turn it into a camping, um, a camping thing at least once or twice, just, you know, cause I can. And the other thing though, that I'm, uh, waiting to, to find out too is uh where i've drawn out for my uh, deer tags um mm. because you know that with that coming up uh i should probably um be putting some time somewhere but uh you know, i want to get get a trail camera set up and try to get some action you know getting that hit with some deer but i don't want to go put one up just yet because i don't know know where my tag is going to be good for yet or even i draw out for for a archery deer tag this year um and then i gotta kind of wait you know for my the area where i'm going to be hunting elk to uh to thaw out a little bit more i think i was looking up in the mountains now it looks like that the snow has kind of receded quite a bit but uh you know i i don't quite know what the roads are like to get up there and I want to give it just a little bit longer just so that way you know they thaw out a little bit and I don't have to work so hard to get up there but yeah so that's you know I'm probably going to be kicking it up a little bit higher um about getting ready for my archery hunt so um with that being said too you know I'll I'll want to start you know watch for some videos on our youtube channel for of me prepping with my bow to uh <laughs> to hopefully shoot something uh, uh this year yeah for sure that'll be that'll be fun and then hopefully uh hopefully i can get up there it'd be nice to to get up there and and go hunting with you um i mean i'm sure i can just kind of got to figure out when and where i guess but yeah um but yeah we'll try to make some videos with that and and try to do a do a camp out podcast maybe or something we'll try i mean we got the we got to work out the details but i think we could figure something out and and um but yeah i'll try to get over there and and help you out help you uh yeah no that's for sure um you know i'm looking forward to that i'm also looking forward to getting out there with you and uh you getting some uh scouting in for some elk you know trying to get all get that going too um you know i don't know some what i i've been trying to you know think of things you know for the elk side of things i think we need to focus a little bit more on uh you know trying to i think we talked about a little bit a couple or our first podcast or maybe it was the second but anyways you know trying to you know find some timber i think a couple of things i've heard you know um uh food um timber benches 
uh, north facing um, slopes and uh, that type of thing. So, uh, you know, trying then doing that and then trying to find out some some little things for the uh, for deer, you know, for that time of year. I don't know quite. I haven't quite figured out, um, you know, maybe some good spots to to key into on deer. But uh, you know, I'll, I'll you know be sharing that as I as I learn. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, do you have to draw for your deer tags over there? Uh, you do. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So so do I. I I uh, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say it, but I I missed my uh, my first draw. But but you get a second chance draw draw in, on June seventh. So I thought it was later. I thought it was like this month. And uh-huh. what, it, what was it? I think the, the draw deadline was like April something. But I thought I had a little more time. And then I went and grabbed the regulations one night or I was looking at them online or something. I can't remember what. But anyways, I was looking at them and, and uh, yeah, I said, uh, I said, you know, that it ended at some time. And I'm like, oh, crap. I've already missed that. So I got a, I get a second chance in June, but I'm going to try, try to draw for a, for a deer tag and, and, uh, and then do probably do about the same second season for elk. I'll try to do yeah. the deer tag on the same week. So, you know, kind of go for the elk, but, but, uh, you know, last year, last year, that's what kind of happened. I would have had me a buck last year if I would have had a deer tag, but, uh, going down the road on the four wheeler and, and, uh, this nice mule buck come running out and I mean, 50 yards away and everything, you know, and I'd sat there and stared at it for a minute or so, you know, he, he was pretty big, pretty big bodied deer and he hid behind this tree that was about that big. He thought I couldn't see him. So, <laughs> so yeah, I probably could have had me a deer, you know, but, but, uh, uh, obviously I didn't have a tag, so all I could do is just watch him. So, so yeah, it was pretty, <laughs> well, just... what's that? Sometimes it's, sometimes it's just as fun watching them as it is hunting them. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It, it's one of those things you don't, you don't, don't have the pressure of, uh, of, uh, shooting, you know, like, do I take the shot or do I not take the shot? Is it a shot? Yeah. You know, should I shoot? Should I not? You know, so it's kind of fun sometimes just to watch them. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's, uh, it, it was really fun, but I did regret it a little bit. I was like, Oh man, I should have had me. A, I wish I had my deer tag, you know, then I could have, could have got this guy, but, but, uh, but I, uh, yeah. So this year, hopefully I, I draw out for one and, and go from there and, and, uh, and see how that goes. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm getting excited. I I got so much stuff I want to get. I I want to get um uh cuz I got that tent or that that canvas tent. I uh I want to get some cots to put in there, a couple cots for sleeping and stuff and and I want to get some good base layers too this year. So so I got so much stuff and like you said, like I didn't think about it, but I got I got what another um well, I got two months longer than you, I think, because it's in October. So, so I got, I got about five months, and I got all this stuff I got to get to, hopefully have a better hunt and stuff. But, um, yeah, yeah. No, you made me think. I'm like, ah, I need to start budgeting for all that stuff because those cots come up quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those cots that I want to get, I want to get um the 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 bigger ones um and they're they're bigger uh, as you mean like bigger? yeah 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 they're they're uh, the xls or whatever they're just a little wider and uh um but they're they're uh they're not cheap so <laughs> so yeah <laughs> well i don't know if i'll get a, I, hopefully i can get them by this year because the the probably the more important thing is um the base layers that I want um I mean they're like they're like a hundred bucks a piece and uh from uh from QU 
Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Um, am I losing you or something? It seems like it froze up. Yeah. So, so maybe we'll just go ahead and uh, call this here. Yeah. Tonight, because my battery, my battery may be dying. I think. Okay. But, yeah. but uh, with that being said, um, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, Eric had a good point there. You know, trying to prioritize his base layers or his uh, or his cot. You know, uh, we'll discuss that a little further detail in the next one. Um, uh, hit the like button, subscribe. Uh, we, you know, we got a podcast. We're out on what are we out on? Uh, what podcast links are we on, Eric? Uh, we should be on pretty much all the podcasts out there uh, platforms. Um, uh, Apple Podcasts being your biggest one, um, Google Podcasts, and um, yeah, there's like six or seven more um, of the uh, other ones like that. But uh, pretty much all your bigger podcasts, we sh- we're pretty much on every platform. Just a couple of them that we're not. Um, what's that? I said cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, guys, engage with us. You know, we're we're trying to pump these out. We're trying to we're trying to get them, um, get them out every week. But. Uh, Definitely show your support, engage with us, um, find us on Facebook and Instagram uh, also, and um, yeah, engage, uh, like and subscribe and, and leave a comment, um, shout out to your sister, she's been commenting like crazy, so uh, really appreciate that, um, thanks Becca, you're the best, and uh with that, guys, uh, thanks for listening to the Struggling Hunters. Um, I'm, I'm good. You, Joe? Yeah, I'm good. We'll talk to you guys later. Later, guys.